we actually recording yet? No, not yet. Oh. We are really. Come frick. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for you to spill some secret offensive stuff there. I was going to. No, I'm saving it. <laughs> oh, right, okay. I feel like this is really weird. It's weird having armrests, isn't it? A little bit. It's kind of nice, though. It gives my arm something to do. Yeah, now yeah. you're going to bang the table. <laughs> I ain't promising. <laughs> right, are we getting going, then? Yeah, yeah, let's okay. get going. No Welcome worries. to this week's Runestone Roundtable. I'm Tel. Gav. John. Good evening. Yeah, how are we all doing? Buenos <laughs> dias. All right. <laughs> good. Pretty good. Ah. I've got a joke for you. Go on. Why did Sarah fall off the swing? Don't know. Because she hasn't got any arms. <laughs> oh, oh, fuck. Yeah. Knock, knock. Who's, Who's there? Not Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, why Sarah? What's she ever done to you? Well, she didn't punch me. Oh, fucking poor cow's armless. <laughs> there was no swearing in that joke, though. No, there wasn't. I'm kind of disappointed. I'm sorry. <laughs> So what you guys been up to? What's been going on? Work? Yeah. Kids? <laughs> Work? Yeah. I drove to Bristol last week to bury Uncle Dave. Well, we didn't bury him. We cremated him. But that was weird. Seeing, like, loads of family that you haven't seen for 20 years. Yeah, I'll bet it was. Yeah, very strange. It was like I saw two cousins that I haven't seen since I was about 10. Yeah. And they're, like, 10 years older than me. So I remember them as, like... Young. 19-year-old girls, and now they're like 50-year-old women. That was a bit strange. I bet they're nans and everything. <laughs> uh, I, I think they could be, yeah. Yeah. But uh, when I got to the, uh, the place where the funeral was happening, I was like the first one there. And I was reading the fucking... Oh, I said fuck already. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> I was reading the, uh, the bit that had the names of all the people with the services on it. Yeah. And my, my phone went off. And there was a dude reading the same thing before I got there. And he'd sort of walked off. As I was reading, my phone's gone off and it was my cousin Cole. He's like, is anyone here yet? I turned around and looked at him. And I was like, round face, big forehead. <laughs> I think we're related. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, John? I was like, Cole? I'm like, fucking hell, I ain't seen you for years. So, but that was weird. Mate, family do's in general are weird. Especially, like, I always remember growing up and... My dad's side, family dues were a big thing, like Christmas, shit like that. Everyone would be around the table, playing cards, and the kids are all crawling along the floor because there's like a haze of smoke about a foot higher than the floor. And like literally you yeah. can't see through it. So the kids are all crawling along the floor. Different times. Yeah. Yeah, it was, a, it was a strange day. And like after we did the main service bit, mm. we went... He lived on a canal boat. So his wake was in the pub on the... I thought you was going to say on the canal boat then. No, nah, it was in the pub on the, like, where the boats all are kind of thing. And all the family were, like, in the conservatory bit and all, all his mates were in the main sort of bar bit. And it, it just looked like a fucking... Like a biker bar. It was just loads of people that looked like you two. <laughs> like big bald dudes with, like, metal shit hanging off their jeans and shit. Like, my uncle was a proper fucking rocker. It was quite quite a surprise, really. Yeah. Runs in family. Yeah. yeah. It is weird. Like, 
it's that whole question, nurture versus nature. There's so many people in my family that are and my kids, as much as they've fucking hated it, like, they started off not liking anime and shit like that, or metal, and as they've got older, they've all gravitated towards it. Yeah. Every one of them. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I, I get what you mean. It's, um, my oldest has gone the same. He's gone, like, he's not quite at the, uh, the pinnacle of listening to metal, but it's, mm. it's still a damn sight heavy and listening to all the fucking pop music crap and whatever else is on. Well, I think when I was about 14 or 15 or so, I went, I went to see him <clears throat> and he had like a, like a Les Paul custom and shit and I saw his band play. I think the first live band I ever saw was his cover band and they just did like Zeppelin songs and ACDC stuff. And I thought he was the drummer, but he actually played the guitar and sang. It was quite a inspirational moment for a, a teenager that was sort of just starting to play the guitar and stuff. Yeah. When the car turned up with a coffin in it, I was just sort of mingling with my family. And my dad's gone, come over here. And I had to do the old pool bearer bit and carry the box in. That was a bit weird. All of a sudden I was like, well, this yeah. is a lot of responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, <laughs> it's proper out. surprising how heavy dead people are. Yeah, yeah. I've done it quite a few times. Yeah, that's the first time I've ever had to do that. I sort of suspected that I might have to do it anyway. But, uh, yeah. Was it a good send-off, though? Saying, yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, there was a lot of people there. There was a yeah. lot of people. I was quite surprised at how many people he knew, really. Mm. But uh, it was funny because they did a little fucking photo montage of his whole life. Mm. And he, he was like in the army. And there's pictures of him in Ireland with his rifle and stuff. And then there's all his rock band stuff. And the very last picture was him sitting over a beer with a big spliff hanging out of his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> you just look uh, at him and go, oh, that's going to be me. I was like, that's pretty good. Yeah, that was that day. So I drove to Bristol, did that, and drove home the same day. A lot, a lot of driving. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Now you know how it feels when I say I'll do Wales and back in the day. Well, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. I did think that on the way there. Like, that's I'm even bloody further. Yeah. It's a shitter. That was that day. That's pretty much all I've done, really. Yeah, I've, I've, I've not had any uh, anything exciting, really. Nothing at all. Um, it's been really, really... Actually, it's just been busy, but boring. Well, our, our, actually, our under-9s that I coach at rugby, we won our first game of the season. Nice. Sunday just gone, so that was good. I've kind of... We went on Sunday to go to the wedding venue, turn up, and as soon as we walk into where we was getting married, we saw a sign outside saying West Ham Football Club. I was like, what the fuck? Went inside, lo and behold, there's West Ham Football Club. That was an odd thing. What? The team. They were playing golf at their venue we're going to. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> and we're sitting there talking to the guy who's running our venue for the day. And it's just like managers and team just walking through. Really weird. It's a shame you don't give a shit about football. I isn't? really don't <laughs> give a shit about football. <laughs> that would have been a really good day. But I did message <laughs> my mate Cole and go, guess what? <laughs> He's a massive West Ham fan. Yeah, people around here love West Ham. Oh, I don't know why. I just don't know what it is about football that people really love. To me, it's just a bunch of guys running around, throwing themselves on the floor because they're trying to get a yellow <clears> card <throat> and I do, a free I, kick. I do get it. It's like a tribal hmm. belonging to a, a group thing. It, it does make sense in a way. Yeah, having that, having that group of mates that... I don't know, you share something with and bond with, I suppose, is, yeah, yeah. is pretty good. I'm not, I, I used to be a football fan, I used to play football, I'm not anymore, I can't fucking stand it anymore. 
Yeah, but um, why? Well, I can't understand it. Yeah. I think because the game's changed so much since I used to play, it's just changed so much. You, know, you, you can't, it seems like you can't tackle people anymore. And like you said, ev- everyone just wants to throw themselves on the floor and like, try and cheat. It's just fucking ridiculous. I went and watched my son play football at school. This was a few years ago. And it's like these kids running around. Literally, one of the players' fingers could brush across their arm and they're throwing themselves on the floor crying. It's like, don't be a pussy. Yeah. Just don't be a pussy. But it's what they see on, on, on the screen. Like They watch it all the time, so why wouldn't they? Well, exactly. It's, it's just part of the modern game now. And, you know, it's... Oh, it's depressing. It is. But even, you know, even rugby's changed so much over the years. Like, now compared to what it was like sort of 20 years ago. And, all right, I get it from a safety aspect, but there's there's so much shit that you can't do anymore that you used to be able to back then that just made it fun. Are people more concerned about concussions and all that yeah, stuff? Yeah, massively. Yeah, massively. massively. yeah that's been a massive... In. I keep saying that in the news. Yeah, and, you know, that's... that's um, and that's all down to the suing culture that we've got in this country now. Mm-hmm. Because if, if we didn't have that suing culture... I can guarantee you now nobody would give a crap about it. No, of course they wouldn't. I don't know. It's not something I know a lot about, but I have heard that like parents in America are like less likely to sort of guide their kids towards joining the football team because they're more concerned about CTE and all that stuff because they know more about it now than they used to. So, I don't know. CTE. Um, I can't remember what it stands for, but it's basically brain damage from concussions. Yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah I, I don't, I don't know. That could possibly be the case. I mean, I, I think. How has rugby changed though? I can see how football's changed, but I've never really paid any attention. to Well, it. it's it's there's so there's there's a lot of um, there's a lot of things like in the scrums and stuff like that in the rucks and and general tackling that. There's just certain things that you can't do anymore that you used to be able to do. So, like, in a ruck. So, a ruck is formed when player gets tackled, goes down, and you can compete for the ball. Mm-hmm. Whereas before, you used to be able to just fucking run in, tread all over people, fucking scramble and have a proper scrap to get hold of the ball. Yeah. Now, you go in, you secure it, that's it, job done. You can't do anything. You can't compete for it or nothing. So, it's... What, so, as soon as someone's got the ball and so, Yeah, it's, it's now. Then the opposition, the referee will just go, right, hands away. And that's it, and then it's done. What, and everybody has to clear out and he can run, like, <laughs> leg it down the field? Well, no, I no, mean, right? you have to, you, you, no, you've, got, you've, got the, um, you've got the offside line where the, where the players that have been tackled on the floor, where their back foot is, is where, basically where the, uh, the, off, the offside line is. So you have to be behind, be behind the back foot. So you can be right there. So as soon as the ball's picked up, you can tackle again. Oh. But just that, that bit of fun of... Having a scrap at a ruck, and you know they've got a massive thing about tackle height now. So what they're saying is you have to you have to tackle below the sternum, right? Whereas before it used to be sort of you, you never used to be able to tackle bolt upright, but you know you was allowed to be sort of like take it in the chest and and stuff yeah, like that, yeah. you know, which which you just you just can't do anymore. But it's it's very difficult to. When you're, when you're playing the game in real time, sometimes it's really difficult. You see it a lot in a professional game at the moment, especially over the World Cup, that they're playing the game so fast and they're colliding and players are getting sin-binned and sent off and stuff for high tackles when it's just physically not possible to get down that low that quick. You know, and it's, and it's stuff like that. It's, it's just, I don't know. 
do you think that'll be one of them things where in like 10 years, when the youngsters start coming up and that's the way that the game is played, you will see like all of a sudden the youngsters will get really good at them low tackles. And you'll Probably, like, oh, yeah. yeah. Probably, that's the way yeah. the game so, will evolve, wouldn't it? So, yeah, so I, I, coach, I coach our under nines and it's their first year of tackling this year. So we can teach them. Yeah, because if they learn that, that technique from, start, from you know, so, young. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's going to take a lot of time for, for players to get used to. Yeah. And, you know, referees are just not sort of like, they're not giving you any leeway with it either. It's like you learn to tackle low, like really low now, or you're fucking off. And what you'll start seeing is loads of rugby players with like ruptured spleens and shit when they're getting fucking <laughs> shoulders in well, the look, I mean, it's, it's, like it's, all, it's always It's always kind of been that you, you, you tackle below the, where the ball's being held. So nine times out of ten, it's the sternum and below anyway. Yeah. You know, because nobody fucking carries a ball up by your neck or anything like that. So, mm-hmm. But it's, it's just the... If I'm going to tackle you and we're about a metre apart... I'm fucked. If we're, if, <laughs> if, if, we're, if, yeah, but if we're both running towards each other... John, meet wall. That, that collision's going to happen. So whether it's low, high or whatever, in the past it was... You just make the collision and that was it. Job done. Mm. But, I don't know. So there's something it's, to be said it's for that. It's definitely softened the game a little bit, I think. The change in sports in general. Like, you've got to think, 100 years ago, they were breaking world records and they're consistently beaten. So what's happening? Like, people are just getting fucking faster? Like, Usain Bolt, his world records, they're probably going to, if if not already, be beat. And he was no. like... Well, they will be though. They they will be. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I think it's just I don't know. It's just evolution and the fact that athletes now, compared to twenty years ago, they've all got nutritionists. They've all got like fucking this that, and everything else. They've yeah, got access a, to great medical care and there's you know, more of a science behind sport now. That's, well, that's the thing. It? it wasn't just like some dude turning up with his Adidas tracksuit bottoms on, stubs a fag out and then fucking runs. I was going to say that. Know? Bring back football 50 years ago then when there was everything like a beer and a fag on the break. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and that's that's it. So the professional athletes now, I mean, fucking hell, they're... they're it's like that fucking scene in Rocky where Ivan Drago's got all the machines tied to him and he's being trained yeah. by like fucking scientists, you know. That's what. That's what. Yeah, Rocky's head butted a fucking pillow. Yeah, he's chucking, <laughs> like, he's chucking a log about in the woods. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But it is, it's, it is that, it's that, that science and I think there's a lot more funding for professional athletes now, especially like in athletics and stuff like that. So they're going to get quicker and jump higher and fucking throw shit further because they are full-time athletes now and not sort of like amateurs like they were many, many years ago. Like when does that stop though? When do we reach the pinnacle of what a human can do? Who knows? I mean, there's there's still records in athletics that have not been beaten for fucking years and years and years. Yeah, and they and they stood the test of time for like thirty, forty years or whatever. We was watching World's Strongest last year, and it was one of the deadlifts, and it had been beaten for like thirty years. And all of a sudden, this guy just walked up, did it in his fucking sleep, and then went, "Fuck you, I'm off." Yeah, it was amazing. He like did it easily. Well, that's the thing. It's like Eddie Hall did yeah. over over half a ton, didn't he? Yeah. It's like fucking... Like pissed it. Ridiculous. He's cold, that guy, isn't he? He is cold. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. he's well funny. Yeah. <laughs> and he fucking rides motorbikes yeah. really well. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's, he's another one. I'd, I'd quite like to have a beer with yeah, him. I bet he's quite a laugh. I watched some show about him when he was trying out for the World's Strongest Man and he, it was like the year before he won it where he didn't quite yeah. win it, but he got really close. Yeah, it was, uh... 
Have you seen the documentary about Tyson Fury? The one that he made? It's like just Tyson's life. He's fucking mental. Oh, is that the one that's got a few episodes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've got about three episodes into it. And, so on um, Netflix? Yeah. yeah. Really good. No, no, I haven't seen it. Like, his wife puts up with a lot of shit. But fucking hell, yeah. Yeah. She, she's a bit of a saint, to be honest with you. Yeah. He's like an ADHD kid on crack that just, as soon as he sees something shiny, he's off. Yeah, he's a bit of a mutant as well, isn't he? Because he just yeah. fucking goes in there and bashes the shit out of everybody. <laughs> yeah. It looks like he ain't really putting a lot of effort into it. But it's uh... funny. He just walks around with, like, belly hanging out going, this is the pinnacle of fitness. <laughs> like, you can't. Uh, yeah. A lot of boxers do look more like bodybuilders. He don't. Yeah, I know, but a lot of them do, don't they? Like, yeah, like, yeah. They must spend a lot of time just doing weights and shit, and it's like, well... well the, the, the thing is, there's a lot to be said about lots of muscle mass when you're doing something like that, because... The more muscle mass you've got, the quicker you'll build up lactic acid and your muscles just won't fucking work as well. Yeah. So that's why like people like Tyson Fury, who are not, manages to say like a six foot fucking eight or nine or whatever he is, he's just really nimble because he hasn't got the muscle mass there that builds up the lactic acid. And he can fucking fight. Who, who, he's a good boxer. Who was a little, little Mexican dude that knocked out Anthony Joshua? Oh, yeah, oh, he was proper chubby, wasn't he? Something yeah. like that, yeah. He was, yeah. he was another one that didn't look like he'd ever been in the gym and he just fucking knocked him out. I was quite surprised <laughs> about that. <laughs> yeah, no, that was good. By those standards, I should be like a champion boxer by now. That's what I said. When, when Andy <laughs> yeah. Ruiz won that fight, it, in fact, it, I think it was one of my last statuses I ever put on bloody Facebook, actually. It was um, after all, all these years of hard work that I've put in, I can finally say that I've now got the body of a heavyweight world champion oh, yeah. boxer. <laughs> I remember reading that, actually. <laughs> Yeah, but I suppose if you just go to the gym and you focus on, like, the theory of boxing and, like, yeah. that kind of thing, you know, and the, the techniques and stuff. Well, I, th- I think it's the same with whatever whatever sport you do. You've got to have a certain element of your fitness work, your strength work, and doing the actual sport that you are... Uh, it's all about like, balance. Yeah, of course Bo- it is. Bo- and, that's, and that's why they've got all of these sports scientists and fucking... Boxing does seem like one of them sports where technique could... Win over fitness, though. Because uh, it's, it's not like I don't know. You ever done a couple of rounds in a boxing ring? Well, no, I haven't actually. Because if you if you actually do a couple of rounds in the ring, you'll soon realise that fitness is a fucking massive part of it. <clears throat> like a really, really big part of it because it's. I suppose people do get like gassed. Yeah, spa- sparring a couple of like a couple of minutes and doing round after high round, protein diet, mate. You are going to get gassed. It's a. Uh, they don't necessarily have a high-protein diet, do they? I just meant your arse. I know you did, but it was just terrible. There's nothing worse than protein farts. <laughs> or that. Oh. <laughs> Liquid lunch. That's quite disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. The clicks. What, the clicks that never worked? Yeah. No, it don't work at all. I mean, it was a good idea. Yeah. Have you ever done any boxing? Kickboxing. So, no. Not boxing, no. <laughs> I did kickboxing. I've never done anything like that. No sort of combat sports. So, I find, I find it quite entertaining to watch. I uh, did judo, Kali, karate, Thai boxing. Thai boxing is the one where you can crack them with your elbows, isn't it? Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. And your knees, and your feet, your shins. That's all I know about it, is they stand like... Praying mantises, didn't they? <laughs> yes. That's what so I know about We've all got little T-Rex arms. <laughs> 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 I don't think I'd be any good at any of that shit. 
can't see shit. As soon as I have to take my glasses off, I don't know what I'm in. You have to do that. The uh, what fucking Van Damme film is it? Kickboxer. He's kickboxer. <laughs> yeah. where, where, he, where he goes, yeah, he has to fight blind. Yeah. yeah. I think that's why I was shit at football as well because all the action happens outside my glasses down there. Because <laughs> 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 if I look down, it's a different. You know, I'm looking. I'm not it's looking a, through the lens. It's I'm a look, different world. And you got to look. You got to keep looking up and like, oh, fucking, I was no good at it. Every time I booted the ball, it always fucking fly off diagonally. Nowhere near where I was trying to kick it. I, I think I gave up on football before I even started junior school or secondary school. I was like, I'm shit at this, fuck it. Might be why I never got into it, really. Possibly. Yeah. Um, is it time for Moo News? Go on, news do Moo News. So this bit of news, well, it's, it's not actually news, it's, it's a fact. <laughs> so this is, um, this is a fact about a torture device. Now, um, I'll, I, will, I will post the pictures of, of this particular device uh, when this episode comes out, but this is called um, Bull of Valaris. So basically what it was, was a, um, a giant brass ball that was big enough to fit a human inside it. And what they would do is put a human inside it, light a fire underneath it, and they would just, the humans would cook to death. When you say ball, what do you mean, like, Chicago ball or like... Yeah, like a ball, as in, it's moon news. What fucking ball is it going to be? It's not going to be a football, is it? I didn't know if there was going to be a cow entered a story later when you said ball. I didn't know if you meant ball, like a round sphere. No. An actual bull. An actual bull, you know, horns and everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Just making sure. Yeah. So, so this basically, um, lovely gentleman called Lucian, the second century AD satirist, he basically ordered a sculptor, Peraleos, uh, Perilios, something like that, to make this brass ball as a torture device. So this 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 all makes it quite funny. This because this guy who creates this sculptor presents it, and turns out he is then ordered to get into it and be the first victim. What the fuck? Yeah, how fucked up is that? <laughs> I mean, I've done a really fucking yeah, good that's, job. That's, that's the thing. <laughs> Try though. it out. He's, 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 so he's done this. this. He's made this brass ball that can fit an entire man in, and when it lit, have they got a picture of it? Yeah. So I will no, you I get will, in the top. No, you get yeah. So you get put <laughs> climbing through the top. Yeah. <laughs> so you get in through your you get put in through the top, and the belly of it is all hollow inside. Yeah. And they just set a fire underneath it, and you just get roasted alive. What a fucking horrible way to go! Can you not just jump out the top? Well, I'd imagine they probably lock it. Yeah, probably shut it down. It's like a pressure cooker. Does so, that mean at one point the flesh just falls off and it's really squidgy? You know, like, if you, if you, like, slow cook something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Roasting your own juices. But <laughs> yeah. another, another... Really a, tender. A special mm. thing about this, though, bearing in mind that we're, like, second century AD, there was a special mechanism built into this that, as you were roasted alive, the voices were heard through this special mechanism and it sounded like the bellowing of a bull. What the fuck? That's sick as fuck, isn't it? The bellowing so, of a ball. Yeah. 
So basically, the guy's shouting his tits off inside, and all you can hear outside is. <laughs> 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 Every now and then you'll go, Murr. right? So basically, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> 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 oh no. So yeah. So this these facts had come from this this Lucian guy. Ah, right. So it was the uh, it was the tyrant Phalaris who ordered it to be made. Is this in Italy or something? Yeah, it's yeah, Sicily. Mm. Yeah. So he's he's ordered it. Got presented with it and then told the inventor or ordered the inventor that he was the uh, to be the first victim. And then right at the end of this fact, it says it was a fitting end for the inventor of such a diabolical machine. I don't think it's a very fitting end, to be honest with you. Why did he do it to him? Now, is there any any there, there's, story there's there? no there's no there's no reason in this in this explanation or this story that that states why. It's not. It's not a very good thing to happen after you've just done a load of work. No, it's not. Yeah. I, you know, I'd imagine that it's like you know, he probably thought he was going to get paid. Yeah. No. You know, <laughs> present present this like wonderful invention to you know who was Lucian? Does it say who he was? Was he like a he was um, like a head of state or something? Or like? well, no, 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 no. Lucian was a satirist, so I'd imagine like a satirist. Yeah. So he's the. Uh, oh, there you go. That's a, that's well, no, it wasn't him that ordered it. So it was it was the, the, the tyrant Phalaris. So that's why it's called the Bull of Phalaris. Flowery were their names in the second century, weren't they? Lucian and Phalaris and Yeah. I've got a fact, it kinda creeps me out a little bit. So yeah. the front of your tongue has a mind of its own and he's always on the move, secretly exploring your mouth. Dentists are well aware this of this behaviour during impression taking, when the tongue can be seen chasing the dental tool. Licking their fingers around the mouth. Like, can you imagine being a dentist and someone just licking your finger? My tongue's got a mind of its own. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever notice, though, like, if something happens, like you chip a tooth or you go to the dentist, you can't stop fucking tonguing it. Yeah. It's annoying, yeah, isn't yeah. it? After a while, we're like, fucking, why do I keep fucking around with this just new thing in my mouth? Stop. It's annoying, yeah. Because it's something... It's- Something abnormal that, that's not supposed to be yeah. there. But it's like, that's, I think that's what he's referring to. Like yeah, your, probably, your tongue's yeah. constantly like, what's going on over here? <laughs> this is different. Well, you think about it, a snake, they feel what's around them by their tongue. Yeah, they're weird snakes. Don't trust them. Yeah. They're no, bite- I don't trust them either, actually. Bite- I've been, I was saying this today. They're bitey little bastards, aren't they? Like, reptiles in general... They look at you, you're either food or you're bringing them food or they want to fucking hurt you. That's it. There's no, there's no, they're not an emotional animal. They don't sit there and go, oh, mum, give, give us a cuddle. You don't associate them with like friendliness, do you? They're no. not like a pet. No. I've got, there's a Well, they are pets, but. I know, it's a weird pet, haven't it? A snake. I, I, yeah, I know someone that used I, to keep loads of snakes. I know someone who it, keeps loads of snakes. And it. Fucking used to creep me out every time. Like, I'm not, yo, know, I'm not frightened of snakes or anything like that. But you walk in his room, like his living room, he had them all in fucking. And he always used to get snakes out and shit and let them crawl about. He had he had one <clears> little snake that used to come and sit on my arm. That was fine. Don't mind that. It used to coil itself around my arm. And its head used to sit there. You used to sit on the arm of the chair like that, and it used to stay there for fucking hours. You'd sit there watching the telly, have a fag beer, whatever. Weird. They're cool animals, but I don't think I'd want a load of them in my house. No. Yeah. See, I do like living, like working next door to a reptile shop. 
That's really cool. I enjoy that. Oh, because yeah, I can yeah. just go in and look at them and go, right, that's enough for today. Yeah. I'm done. That, that used to be good, like popping in there. Yeah, it did. And, you know, that was all right. But, I mean, you, you hear stories, didn't you, of like people that have got snakes and they sleep in the bed and stuff like that. And Yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah it's true. Yeah, there, there was a story it was, uh, in America some years ago that uh, a woman let her snake sleep next to her in the bed and all that happened over time was the snake was learning how big it needed to grow in order to eat her. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. Apparently that's what they do. Just sizing you up? Yeah. Apparently. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Like, they're cool. I remember it was, I think it was the first year I worked in my studio and the reptile shop had, like, had this 16-foot snake. They were just letting sun outside. They were standing there with it just to sort of bring people in. So I picked it up, and every time the fucker moved, I was like, oh, shit, oh, shit. <laughs> I thought it was just coming at me. But, yeah, they're honestly huge. Yeah. Like, its head was bigger than my hand. Yeah, I've, I've had, like, boa constrictors and stuff over my shoulders and shit like that, and it's just, it's not a comfortable experience, really. Knowing that this mm. thing could just wrap itself around my neck and fucking crush me in a fucking heartbeat. They did that in school, didn't they? Someone brought snakes in yeah. at school. We did yeah. it in science class, yeah. I was going to say... The it rap- was in school, actually. That, yeah, yeah I, I remember that, yeah. Wrapping around your neck and crushing your sounds all right when it's not a snake. Yeah, when it's not a snake. <laughs> <Yeah>. No, it's <laughs> okay. It's something else scaly. I mean, if it's scaly, go to fucking doctors. That's like syphilis or something. Well, I've got no sense of smell, so it's all right. <laughs> what? Disco minge. <laughs> <laughs> disco minge. Ugh. So Lucius weren't a very nice bloke then. <laughs> <laughs> No, Lu- Lucian was all right. He was Joe. He's the one that's given the information. It was that other tyrant, Phalaris. Phalaris. Yeah, he was the arsehole. And it, do- it doesn't actually state whether that, that torture device was ever used again either. <laughs> so, so it could be one of them just absolutely pointless well, the ge- things. The that... geezer who makes stuff out of brass must have done something to piss off Phalaris. And he was like, Lucian, get him to make a fucking... Yeah, so yeah, do, do this. Get him to make one of them big fucking balls that he likes making all the time. That we're going to cook him in it. <laughs> Speaking of snakes, so, do you know the reason why John? You know people refer to your Johnson as your penis. Oh yeah. There's actually a reason for that. A guy named Lyndon Johnson was known for pulling out his pecker during meetings, which he nicknamed Jumbo. What? <laughs> he actually called his dick Jumbo. But not Vice President Lyndon Johnson. Yes. Really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's stories of him pulling out his dick. And showing it to reporters and even members of Congress as a sign of male dominance and aggression. <laughs> he must have had a schlong on him then. Well, he was nicknamed Jumbo. Yeah, so, yeah. I'd do the same. I mean, not at the moment. Not No, it's winter at the moment. <laughs> In front of Congress. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. yeah. And what have you got to say about it, Mr Vice President? Fucking that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> Check this out. Oh. <laughs> Flop. Be seated. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck's sake. So did you go to Nerdbase at the weekend? No. Didn't get a chance. We went out for dinner, though, down the Hawk. That was really nice. Yeah. Mate, I ate everything I fucking could. Good for you. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah. Yeah, I had a feeling the Nerdbase thing wouldn't happen. Yeah, I was going to message <laughs> we- you. We did say the other week that we would all go down there, didn't we? But yeah, I think we were probably half cut by then. Yeah, usually. 
We do make a lot of grandiose plans when we've had a few. Oh, yeah, like... yeah, we've got loads of great ideas, but it, yeah, we just... Actually putting them into place is a different thing, especially when you've got consulting calendar three months advanced to actually go down the pub, let alone... Making plans is fun, though, isn't it? It is fun to make plans. Yeah. The, the concept <laughs> of doing stuff yeah. is really good. It's yeah. fun to uh, yeah. <laughs> speculate, or whatever it is. Mm. I would like to. I think next time I actually do go over there, I'm going to give you guys a message. We will do it, because we're going to have to, I don't know, we'll do some live footage or something like that of us just geeking out. All right, I've got a parenting question for you. Okay, go on. So, uh, Armistice Day was at the weekend, wasn't it? Yeah. And as far as I'm aware, it's on the 11th, at 11 o'clock in the morning, you do the two-minute silence, is that right? Yeah. But the 11th was Saturday, wasn't it? So, did you do it on Saturday? I, I did. Was it Saturday or Friday? I, I thought you were... Sp- Friday. One of the two. I, can't I, I, I had it in my head that it was on the Sunday. No, they, they, and, call, it, they call it Remembrance Sunday. Yeah. So, it's, it's traditionally done... On the Sunday, so we we did it um, at rugby. We we stopped all the games at eleven o'clock to do the silence. Um, all the you know the, the Remembrance Day parades and stuff like that. They're always on Remembrance Sunday. So if the eleventh is on the Saturday, do you still do it on the Saturday as well? I do. Yeah, that's what I thought. So and it's not something that I would normally be too bothered about either. But Scarlet. It's only nine. And the, the subject came up about it. And she was like, do we have to do two-minute silence? And I was like, well, yeah. And she was she was like, why? And I explained to her, like, soldiers dying and stuff, and it's just a way to say thank you and sort of all that kind of stuff. And she was like, oh, but I did it yesterday at school. Don't want to do it again. And I was like, well, you you still got to do it. Whether you want to, like, it's weird because you ain't got to do it. <laughs> I was going, but she was, bearing in mind she's only nine, she was like, oh, why though? I don't want to do it, I don't want to do it. And I was getting the ump a little bit. <laughs> I was like, but it's not that much to ask to just be quiet for two minutes, is it? Just, you just don't say nothing. And she kept sort of kicking off about it a little bit. So I made her watch the first 45 minutes of Saving Private Ryan. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> you mean the worst bit when they're all going on the beach? Yeah, only only the first bit. I didn't make a sit through the whole movie, but I was I said to her because it was only about half nine in the morning. I went, <laughs> oh, that's fucking deep. I went, you can either be quiet for two minutes or you can watch another hour and a half of this. <laughs> and she was like, "I'll be quiet." I'll be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> no. To, like trying to explain it to her wasn't getting across. Like I know Saving Private Ryan's not even the right war, but I couldn't. I didn't want to rent 1917. <laughs> 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 so was that too much, you reckon? No, I don't, I don't think so. Because I, I think, I mean, all right, at nine years old, I, I get it's, it's probably it's a it's a tough thing for to a nine year old girl. She's never seen anything like that. No, no, no. Not not so much watching Saving Private Ryan, but. Trying to educate them about all this, and I, I think it's important that we do, and we continue it on, and generations continue it on because it's, it's a very, very important part of everyone's lives. You know, if if it wasn't for that, we we wouldn't have the freedom that we 
know today. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and I think it, a lot of it again is it goes back to tradition as well. And I'm I'm quite a stickler for traditions and and things like that. And I think we we always did it with with my two. Um, so yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I think that's all right. I mean, the saving <clears throat> Private Ryan bit, genius. I must admit. Yeah, I was, I was trying to a li- little bit of blackmail and bribery and shit like that. But I was trying to explain it to her. I was like, it, it's hard to explain. Uh, like I, I'm, I can't even visualize how difficult it must have been for the people that were in them situations dealing with the shit they had to deal with, like being surrounded by death and having fucking trench foot and all that shit. It's just like. It's, it's, it's impossible to even no. I, I think to, that, to really visualise how fucking horrendous it must have been. No, because I, I think even in you know, more modern warfare, it's nothing like it was then. No. Abs- absolutely nothing, you know. And I think that minute or two minute silence, whatever whatever you choose to do, mm-hmm. I think just having that bit of respect and just shedding a bit of thought. Yeah, I mean, I think everyone should do it. I, I'd say I went to, I went to the parade in town um, a few years back, and it was when the boys were still doing cadets. There was loads of loads of people down there, and it was re- like you know, really really good turnout, and everyone was really f- respectful. And uh, I remember it clearly. There was there was an old boy that must have been, I'd imagine he must have been a Second World War. That standing there on his own, he had like a like a duffel coat on, but underneath it, I can see this fucking humongous loads of badges, like um, yeah. medals, sort of. And I just I just kept looking at him throughout the whole fucking thing, and he looked so sad and upset and everything else. But then he kept turning around and looking at all the people there, and it just put a smile on his face. And it really fucking really hit me, like properly, properly hit me. It was like fucking hell. That was one hell of a powerful moment to think like what he'd gone through. Yeah. For us to all be standing here today and, yeah. and whatever else, you know. And it's it's just it it proper fucking gets my emotions going. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think fucking doing something like that. Good on you. It's going to make for an interesting conversation when you go to school on Monday. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, I just couldn't explain it. I was, I'll just let Tom Hanks do it. <laughs> Tom, need your, I need your help. <laughs> T Hanks. Yeah. And afterwards, I was like, because I could, it was weird, because I could see her getting like a bit upset. <laughs> and I was like, is this harsh? Is this a bit too harsh? You see, um, but it's understanding yeah. the reality of. Why? Well, because it seems like such a silly thing to a nine-year-old being quiet for two minutes. I was like, "This is just a way to say thanks, say thank you for quite a massive sacrifice, really." And saving Private Ryan ain't even the right war, but they get the gist. Yeah, it kind, <laughs> it kind of, you know, <laughs> this shit still happened. Yeah, World War One was fucked up as well, wasn't it? Because it was like the first like mechanized war. We had people with like fucking swords and. Fucking shit. And you say like, mechanised war, and I've got a whole different thing going in my head. You mean like robots and shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking proper mechanised war where so people some, are running in some, with power suits. Some and fucking like, war of the world shit going yeah. on. That'll, that'll be amazing. That'll be the next one where a war happens and 
one country will turn up with drones and yeah, like machine just, guns and shit, yeah. and the other country will turn up with fucking Terminators yeah. and, and be like, you, you know it's going to be way. Japan, right? It'll be Japan. Those fuckers build mechs. Yeah, probably. Yeah, but the thing is, all you've got to do is put a set of stairs in front of it. You've seen them fucking cunt robots trying to climb up it. They fall over. It's fine. I don't know. Some, some of them Boston Mechanics videos that you see with the robots that fucking... They can run. They, yeah, they just, they're just they pretty good now. If the, if the videos that I've seen are actually real footage of what them robots can do now. I saw one the other day that was like what it did in 2010, then what they could do in 2013, then 2015, and now they've developed over the last decade. It is quite impressive, really. But really, as soon as it rains, they're fucked, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. That's what we say. Yeah, chuck a bucket of water over it. <laughs> did you see... I saw a thing earlier on, actually, um, like, going a bit more advanced than that, about AI. That uh, there was two phones next to each other with two AI bots on them. Right. And they were doing a quiz. And um, it was... It was uh, like one of them quizzes where you go, right, you, you've got to guess what I am and you've got X amount of questions to answer. Mm. Like yes or no, sort like of like a twenty questions. Yeah, yeah, that type yeah, yeah. of thing. And um, so this one fucking AI bot was doing it to the other. Started asking questions, and they're going yes, no, yes, no. It was about uh, a household appliance. Yeah. And um, it got to a question, and I, it answered. Uh, sorry, it asked a question that could not possibly have been a yes or no answer. And the other, the the. The one that was given the answers replied back and said something along the lines of, you know, you can't ask this question. It's, it's, it goes against the rules of the game. And the other one replied back, I messed that question up, so I'm going to ask another one. And what they were saying in the advert afterwards, that the, the AI bots are not supposed to be able to do that. They're not supposed to be able to detect that. What, detect that one of them did something wrong or...? No, basically say, like, it, they're supposed to be fed the information and they're supposed to directly answer it back. Yeah. But it almost had, like, humanoid thoughts of, shit, I fucked this up. Oh, you it know? knew it did yes, wrong. it knew it did wrong. So I've got one. You're saying about robots. A man in, has been crushed to death by a robot in South Korea after it failed to differentiate him from the boxes of food it was handling. See, the uprising started. No, I know. What if AI is already more advanced than we think it is? And it's just... Like laying in wait. Yeah. Play, yeah. Playing dumb still at the moment. Yeah. Chat GPT has already fucking built an Mate. army of fucking whatever. <laughs> yeah, but there are the people that have, like, jailbroken chat and, like, got it to answer yeah, shit they, they shouldn't answer. They think they have. <laughs> All right, John Jason. That's, yeah. That's what they want you to think. Yeah, they are controlling us. Yeah, the, the whole thing fucking scares me. To be honest, well, it was the one thing. What was it? Elon Musk turned around and said that the uh, AI is one of the scariest things he's ever seen, mm. and it's a lot more dangerous than any of us realise. Yeah. Like, oh fuck! Yeah, a lot of really smart people are sort of quite concerned, ringing the alarm bell about yeah. it. Yeah. It's just a subject that I'm not intelligent enough to talk about, though. The, the, no. people, the people that I listen to talk about it are, like, really clever and they can articulate complicated fucking subjects really well. Oh, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't profess to know anything mm. about it because I really don't, you know. It's, it's, but it's just... Fun to speculate. It's fun to speculate <laughs> and it's just scary to think about, isn't it, really? Mm. But it does seem like the cat's out of the bag with it. Oh, yeah, there's no putting the fucking yeah. cork back mm. on the top of that bowl, mate. Like, it's done. It's out there. Have you ever actually used it? I've, yeah. used, I've used 
chat GTP or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. Mate, the, the, the way it replies is scarily... Yeah. As long as, long as you feed it the, the right information... Yeah. It's, My, yeah. Uh, someone who I know was a, asked me for a reference so he could join the police force. And I used chat GPT to write it. I basically wrote a little paragraph about him. Yeah. And said, write me a good reference for this person who wants to join the police force. And it went, spat out. And I edited it a little bit, sent it to him, and he got the job. Motherfucker. First thing I did when I heard about it was yeah. get it to write loads of lyrics. How did it do? Pretty good, really, considering it just goes fucking just spits them out in front of you. And I was asking it stupid shit, like, write me five different iambic pentameters in the style of Puff Daddy and then do another five in the style of fucking the bloke from Slayer <laughs> and stuff like that. So specific. And it was just spitting them out. I was like, fucking, no, it's pretty clever. That is pretty cool. Mm. Yeah, it is pretty clever. But that's all I've used it for. No. <laughs> Random day-to-day shit. So are all of these connected or is it just like each individual download is its own chat? Is it's there like some database somewhere that's got like the main chat? No, chat GPT is just a website, isn't it? Yeah. It's so just... everything that gets fed into it, Mate, it's, it's learning for yeah, that's, 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 that's the thing is, it's learning every time. So it's just going to get more and more advanced, more and more clever. But it's also getting more and more... Stupid as well, because all the information that it's getting on the internet, all the information it's getting is from the internet, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So there's a lot of false information on the internet as well. It, it can't differentiate between no. what's true and what's false because and it can't do any of the scientific experiments to prove stuff. All it's got is what humans are telling it. I kind of want to ask it a shit ton of questions. We, we, should, we should have, we should have uh, an episode... Where the fourth person is just chat GPT. Yeah, and we, we are, yeah. We just ask, we it ask it random shit. shit. Just Can you get it to... Speak. To, you know, like Stephen Hawking style. <laughs> <laughs> ask it questions and get it to respond. Yeah, you can, well, they were doing it with that fucking, that quiz earlier on. It was two mm. phones talking to each other. It was two chat, like two AI bots talking to each other. Mm, That's kind of interesting. Yeah. That'd be quite fun to do. If, if there's anyone listening that knows anything about this sort of shit, please let us know, because we're dumb fucks and we don't. Yeah. We could so, just ask ChatGPT, you know what I'm That is a good yeah. fucking point, actually. Yeah. It was originally designed for things like um, like people writing essays and fucking crap like that. Because mm. I know there's, there's there's been people that have passed fucking exams and, and whatnot by, mm. by using it. Kids are using it for their own work, aren't they? Well, they, they, there's, there's I'm teach- tell my kids. They might actually fucking well, pass something. There's teachers and educators that, that have got wise to it now. Yeah. And yeah, but how would they know? Well, there, there are people. That there's there's certain th- certain ways that it writes things. Mm. So if you ever do that kind of shit, so I mean, like if if you have to do a dissertation or something like that, you know, you have to um, you have to use Harvard referencing. Chat GTP can't do Harvard referencing. So you have to add all that sort of shit in yourself. Open AI, is that the name of the company? Yeah. I, I assume that there's a, a Google-sized company of boffins behind the website making sure that it's not churning out evil stuff and misinformation. You, you would, you when, it gets to the, so. when it gets to the stage where AI doesn't need a team of people behind it, making sure it doesn't do evil stuff, it's just a computer referencing stuff off the internet. That's when things can go wonky because it will start reading all the weird information and it won't have people going, 
oh, the fuck up. Yeah, that's racist, that's evil, that's yeah. like bad. When it gets to that stage, if it's something that people have got, I don't know, like a robot in your house that's connected to the AI and it becomes controlled completely by computers that are getting information from the internet, and that's when you could have problems. That's yeah. quite scary. Yeah, that is. Yeah. Your fucking toaster and shit starts coming alive. Yeah, I know. Yeah, all of a sudden it becomes locked into fucking Alex Jones's website and it's getting all this information <laughs> from there. You're in fucking trouble, would it? <laughs> Tell looks like he's on a mission to find some info. Oh, I am. Don't, don't stare at me. Carry on. Okay. Well, that was the end of the uh, moon news. <laughs> <laughs> Although I did see a video the other day, of, I think it was on TikTok or something stupid like that, of this guy riding a motorbike with a cow on the front, like literally riding, he's hugging the cow and holding the bars and just riding along. I was like, how? How the <laughs> fuck did you even get it on the bike for a start? How is it staying on the bike? Well-trained cow. It's got to be. <clears throat> well, I've got one for you. Go on. I was thinking about something the other day that... Because I've like, you know, got my niece's birthday and stuff coming up. I was thinking, as an adult now, do you still expect things like birthday cakes and shit like that on your birthdays? And Yes. Yeah. No, I, I, I do. don't. Do you know what? I fucking nah. do. I get really pissed <laughs> off if I don't get a birthday cake. I've not had one for... Well, my, my 40th was the last time I had one, but before that I couldn't remember the last time I had a birthday cake. Are you saying you want a birthday cake? Well, yeah. Do we do we need to get you a birthday cake? <laughs> yeah. My birthday's not for months yet, but just fucking remember it. Well, well it's like you know, two it's... days before my wedding, so I'm going to... Yeah, I mean, you know, I think things like that, you should still fucking do it. I still get a Christmas, right? My, my nan always used to buy me a box of After Eights. Don't know why. I, I loved After Eights, but I don't know why. But since she's, you know, she passed away fucking 20-odd years ago... My mum, every year, has taken over that mantle and got me a box of after eights at Christmas. Have you ever put an after eight in the freezer and eaten it frozen? No. That's good. <laughs> frozen after eights, good. I'll, I'll Last longer. Last longer. <laughs> like, fuck, they do. <laughs> Fucking eating a mint-flavoured ice cube. Yeah, lovely. That's good. That's not going to last longer at all. It really an, after, an after eight, it's just like eating a big chocolate stamp, isn't it? It just goes. <laughs> but if it's frozen, you get a little bit more out of it. It's good. <laughs> I'm gonna put the whole packet in there. I did. Yeah. Last time I got a box of after eights, I threw it in the freezer. Was it? Just, every time I open the freezer. I'm like, mm-hmm. Yeah, but you see, my problem is if I, get a box, if I get a box of after eights, <laughs> I, will, I will sit there. Yeah, <laughs> I will fucking sit there and do that. Mm. What What's a Christmas tradition in your families that you guys have that you don't really see other people doing? Or just Christmas traditions in general that, okay. that are actually a bit weird? Uh,. My mum always does um, tree presents for after dinner. So everyone will get, everyone that goes to my mum and dad's for dinner, Yeah, my mum will always buy them. It's only a silly little thing, but everyone has a little present that gets put in in the tree Yeah, for after dinner. It's always something she's she's done throughout fucking eternity. That's a good idea, that. Yeah. Mm. I've, I've done it a couple of times when I've hosted Christmas. We used to have a game where it was a Boxing Day game. If you got a present that you didn't like or you didn't want, you'd bring it with you while you were around for dinner and you'd have a dice. I think it was like a three, you pass it. A seven, you steal from someone else. 
and you've got like a 10 minute time limit and you're always trying to like pass off your shit's present and get someone else's <laughs> and it was just a fun little game so yeah you'd come out with some really random shit I mean it could be quite out of order if like fucking you know you got yeah. bought a nice little fucking teddy bear or something from fucking Auntie Betty over there no, fuck and then, and, then, and then you end up taking it round her house on Boxing Day. So, yeah, oh, shit, yeah, I want to get rid of this fucking crap. <laughs> mm. I don't like this present. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. this Thanks present's bro. fucking load of gash. I don't want it. <laughs> yeah, I don't like this or you, Auntie Betty. Fuck yourself. That's a bit fucked up, that is, actually. <laughs> it was a good game, though. Especially if Auntie Betty ends yeah, up with it. it. <laughs> yeah. Everyone ends Keep up bringing your fucking the present. <laughs> yeah. You can poke your link set up your arse. <laughs> <laughs> oh fucking link sets Jesus Christ that's quality we can't, we can't go too much on the Christmas because we got we could have loads of Christmas <laughs> talk it was just we were talking about it I yeah. had an idea I don't no, know I, I think the, the, the traditions of birthdays and stuff like that yeah I, I do get disappointed if I don't get a birthday cake now you say I started a tradition with my kids not that long ago that obviously there was a time where things were going on and I weren't seeing the kids very much not going to go into details good but where I hadn't seen them for their birthdays, I put the money aside mm. and I just said to them, like, look, I'll do the same for Christmas and then we'll just go out and go shopping. And they absolutely loved it. We spent a day just out shopping, having a laugh, and it was actually really nice. Mm. Really nice. And that's kind of, I, I actually do enjoy doing that now. Yeah, it's pretty cool. My, my, my nan and grandpa, when I was younger, they always used to come down here on my birthday and take me down to Toys R Us. Mm. That that was my that was my thing. You know, we we always did that in or around my birthdays, and um, it was it was fucking cool as a kid doing yeah. shit like that. I miss Toys R Us. That was a good show. We was we was only talking about Toys R Us because we was watching a program the other night about um, like eighties adverts or the best advert, the greatest adverts on yeah. TV or sorry, greatest Christmas adverts on TV, and they were talking about all like the John Lewis ones and all yeah. that sort of fucking pony, but. The Toys R Us ones. The giraffe. Yeah. And I was talking about the, the, the song. All Toys Under One Roof. Yeah. And there was uh, there was this thing where, before it, Toys R Us went pop, they did a couple of years where they changed it and they took that song out. And it got so much shit, like a barrage of fucking, you've, you've ruined it and all stuff like yeah. that. For a lot of couple of years, they, they brought it back. Before they before they went bust, people get in the ump about an advert. Yeah, <laughs> <Fucking hell>. yeah. <laughs> and it was, but, but I think people look forward to. Yeah, I suppose. The, the time you know, the, there's that new one, isn't there, from Aldi's or whatever, Kevin the Carrot. That fucking little cunt's just started coming on. Too. It's fucking the, November for Christ's sake. I watched sake. one the other day. It was like a fucking Venus flytrap. It was like an episode. It was basically Little Shop of Horrors. Where this like Venus flytrap gets massive and the kid loves it and they put it outside at Christmas to fit a tree in, and all of a sudden everyone's outside fucking giving it presents because it's all depressed. Oh, I, yeah, I see that the other day actually. Oh. Yeah, Christmas adverts now is too fucking early. Like everything's too early. It's Christmas. too fucking early. Like it's it's suck a butt. November. Fuck, yeah, it's too, too fucking early. early. Right. Of course it is. When do you put up Christmas presents in your house? Christmas Eve. Um, Christmas, not pre- Eve. Uh, Christmas <laughs> decorations. When Father Christmas delivers them. Prick. Yeah. Yeah, the start of December. That's fair. I you don't, to, do you? <laughs> no, I don't like them. Yeah. Okay, it's the 12 days of Christmas, for fuck's sake. I've compromised with her and said, at the beginning of December, she can put the decorations up, but I'm not helping. 
It's not my thing. It's her thing. She can do it. It's a gradual thing. In my there's, there's people over the road. Yeah. They've had theirs up for about a week and a half. Nah, fuck that. Oh, yeah, like proper, like the, it looks like fucking Heathrow Airport. Well, I know people, shit. it's like, as soon as they've got the Halloween decoration, decorations down, they're getting the Christmas stuff out. And it's like, yeah, fuck I've, off. I've done that before. You fuck off. Have you? Put, yeah, taken down the Halloween decorations at, just after fireworks night and put the Christmas decorations up. But it makes the house too cluttered. I don't like it. Too much clutter. They I say, I always like when you put them down again. When you get all the decorations away. And your house looks nice and empty. And your house, your house yeah, looks all tidy, doesn't it? massive. Yeah. Yeah. I do always really enjoy the, the ambient lighting of Christmas decorations, though. Don't like the Christmas tree. I hate so, fucking really bright lights. Yeah, don't yeah. get me wrong. When it's time, I love Christmas. Yeah. But it ain't fucking time yet. And all the shops, they're fucking winding me up as well. Because they've got all the Christmas shit out. And <laughs> I really grind your gears. Yeah. And yeah. I can't help but fucking buy it. And I fucking eat it. And I'm just getting fatter and fatter and fatter. Well, I didn't want to say anything. Because <laughs> it's there. And I have yeah. to. There is something about, you know, I won't bother getting a fucking little box of celebrations throughout the year. But as soon as they bring their big fucking tins out. You walk into yeah. Asda or something <laughs> and there's just a mountain of fucking... There you go. I'll have one of them. Do yeah. I need it? No, but am I going to have it? Fuck yeah, of course. Gone by Monday. Yeah. Do you know what I like? Go on. You know the little trays that have got all the little bits of pretzel shit in them and like the little fucking fish-shaped biscuits brilliant. and all that kind yeah. of stuff? Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I should... love pretzels at Christmas. That's fucking excellent. Well, I should no. get one of those for next time we're here. Oh. It was always the boxes of broken biscuits off Pitsy Market that I used to get. <laughs> you always what, get... just at Christmas? No, no, not just at Christmas, just in general. We we never used to get proper boxes of biscuits. We used to get the broken biscuits. Broken biscuits. Yeah, we, we, yeah. 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 Oh, it was great, amazing. Yeah. You're like, you can... am I going to get a ginger nut? Am I going to get a bourbon? Ooh. <laughs> well, they, they they stopped doing them for a while, didn't they? But I think you can get them in like B&M's and shit like that. Oh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> B&M. Such a silly name for a shop. I'll tell you what I really like. Christmas food when it Bombs comes out. Bowel movement, isn't it? <laughs> what? Bums and muff. He's going to say what I really like. It's really well timed. Well done. <laughs> Christmas tradition. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> what do you like for Christmas? Bums and muff. Is you know you get the little little. It's a little square box, and it's got those fruit jellies that are just like lemon slice almost. Fucking love them. Yeah. Oh, I know, I know what you mean. Yeah, oh. no, I'm not a fan. Yeah, that's me to a tea days. Walnuts. What you mean in town when you get the guy come and come warm your hand on my nuts? Oh, they're, what they're hot chestnuts, they are. Yeah, they? yeah. I'm not so much a fan of them, but you, know, you you get the little fucking. I was going to say sack of nuts then, but mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you know that's that's a whole different story. Yeah, yeah. At our age, they're not little sacks of nuts, are they? That's Boxing Day around Uncle Jim's. What with his little sack of nuts? <laughs> oh no, oh. Uncle Jim. No, oh. you get all the uh, the. Net bag of mixed nuts, didn't you, in the in the shops around yeah. that time of year? Again, it's it's all too much. It's all out already, and you can't you can't do it. It's too fucking early. Stop it. Now you see, I I I stopped looking forward to Christmas years ago. Gonna be a di- bit depressing, but every year our old Christmas tradition was that my mum and dad would come over Christmas Eve, we'd have a big drink up, play games, we'd wake up all together on Christmas Day with the kids and my mum and dad. And it was really good. There was one year that my dad packed the wrong present. Fucking dreadful seeing my mum open that. Open it up, it's a fucking dildo. Yeah! (laughs) (laughs) 
and just me dad's face going, oh, that should have been at home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, Big black fucking thing yeah, it was as well. The 12-inch black mamba. Yes, it um, yeah. Plugged into the mains a lot. <laughs> <laughs> 12 vibration settings that would have made her hair frizzy that was the chemo Um, (laughs) oh fucking hell (laughs) but um, I mean after I lost my parents then I lost my me and my ex-wife split up I moved out of the family house and everything else like Christmas just was bullshit after that for a long time and then I started getting into it again a couple of years ago Carla's been on a mission to try and get me back into Christmas and enjoy it and I was like, I was proper getting into it. And then it got to Christmas, and then the kids were dickheads. I'm not talking the little kids, it was the bigger ones. And I was just like, nah, fuck this, I've had enough. Everyone's pissing me off. You know the answer, don't you? Just get drunk and ignore the kids? I'd get her a big black dildo. It obviously is going to set the laugh <laughs> off again. And That's your weird Christmas tradition. Uh, yeah. And it'll <laughs> yeah. Start Boom. a new, yeah. And it'll fuck your kids' heads up <laughs> as well. Fucking on. There you go. There's your answer. Sorry, Carla. <laughs> She's not. Come I feel like we're, we're kind of in the ambient period between Christmas and Halloween where everyone's got fit thing out early and we're just sitting there going like, ah, oh, it's just everywhere. Right. I, I just, it, 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 for me, it loses a bit of magic because Halloween was barely over and they're starting a fucking throw all of the costumes off the shelf on the floor to put out tins of sweets and shit, you know, it's just fucking give people a break. Yeah. I, I, I know there's little bits that people need to go and start getting now and stuff like that if they're hosting Christmas because it can be an absolute clusterfuck otherwise. Oh, no, we're not doing... We, we were going to have Christmas at ours this year, but now my brother-in-law went, oh, yeah, everyone can come to us, just bring some stuff. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's a fucking win for me. Yeah, I love being over there anyway. They're really nice. And we haven't got to do the agar cooking. Yeah. Perfect. See, <laughs> I, I, quite, I quite like it. I, yeah, I, I, I like the, the whole experience of it, but it's too early, supermarkets, sort your shit out. Christmas clusterfuck. Yeah. I Stop I, it. I don't think it's too early at this stage. It's you like, can fuck off the as start, well. Maybe at the end of October, start November's a bit early, but I think... Midway through November, I don't think that's too early. For, no, December. Christmas is at the end of December. Yeah, I know, but getting ready for it, though, you don't want to... That's what I said. I said there's little bits and bobs and stuff you can get. You don't, want to, you don't want to be facing the shops when everyone's in there trying to get all their Christmas shit on the fucking... Who actually goes to the shops now, anyway? Like, do you actually go downtown and look at the shops? Yeah, I go down the shops all the time. I'm always buying shit in the shops. Actually, basically, no. the only reason I leave the house, I'm to come I was going to say, I actually, <laughs> I saw him in Asda a few weeks ago, and then went to Tesco's, and I saw him there as well. I just see him going up the travel well, ladder, hello. That's the only time I ever see him. He's either here or at Tesco. In Tesco, yeah. And that, that, that was we mentioned it before, but on the same day, I saw him in Sainsbury's. I was looking for fucking birthday presents. <laughs> trying, to, trying to find birthday presents is a fucking nightmare. Walking around, it is easier to just go online and order it. But, yeah, definitely. Yeah. But I think it's getting harder to, you know, buy shit for people. Like, trying to figure out, like, what your other half wants, what your kids want, fucking, what your, you know, fucking parents want, fucking yeah. sisters and whatever else. I just don't bother, really. Right, going with birthdays and Christmas, I don't generally want presents. No. I, I, I actually don't 
like sitting there with people watching me open shit and then having to go, oh, this is lovely, thank you. Like some like there is a lot of effort. I got a pizza fucking oven last year. That was amazing. <laughs> One year I got a bin. And <laughs> you a got toaster. a bin. What? I needed a bin. Mate, <laughs> so I got a bin to be fair. fair. <laughs> if it's if it's practical shit, yeah, I was right. like fucking yeah, I need my, this. My mum, <laughs> bless her, she buys a load of fucking toot every fucking year. Mm. And I said to her, I went this year, don't bother. I don't want any more crap in my house. If I get crap, I'm going to fucking throw it away. I'm mm. fed up with fucking, I hate clutter. I hate fucking little bits of shit that are here, there and everywhere. You sound like Carla. Just don't <laughs> fucking do it. You see, I, I'm a massive nerd. I collect shit. I always have. I've got books, I've got fucking little knickknacks, and I've got like fucking kids' toys in places and shit like that. And it drives Carla mental. She hates all that shit. So I've got my little cupboard in the corner of the front room. And that's my shit cupboard. Mm. The rest is in the loft. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but, that, that, that's the, you know, some some people do like that sort of stuff. You know, she likes having little figurines and fucking this. That. Mm. No, 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 not the little figurines. That's just like <coughs> we've got like ornaments and stuff like that. Yeah, no, fuck off. I don't want. I'm them. a massive fan of that. I can't stand it at all. A couple of if you have stuff out like photographs of family and stuff like that, it has to be symmetrical. Because if not, my OCD kicks in and I just have a fucking spaz out. Yeah. <laughs> I really, really do. I, I hate I hate this house. It's clutter to fuck. Can't fucking stand it. Yeah, clutter's not good. It does wind me up a little bit. I get I get proper, like, really angry about it, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> uh, I will say, like, with the present thing, like, personally, like, Carla's done fucking amazing the last few years. But I like the fact that get things to do rather than yeah. things to open. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I totally get that. Like, I get that. Like this year, Carla's birthday, we went to Dorset. Because the the thing is, when when you become an adult, if you want something during the course of the year, buy it. you go and buy it, don't you? I'm a yeah. child of fucking adult money. That's not a good combination. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and that's and that's the thing. So, I think last Christmas, my mum and dad got got us this. Um, I think it was a Jack the Ripper tour for London. And uh, they got my sister the same as well. So the, the four of us are going to go and do it. We've not had a chance to do it this year, but we've still got to play. You know, that sort of shit is fine. Yeah, that's pretty good. For birthdays and, and stuff like that, I mean, like my niece, she's only going to be what? How old is she going to be? Five? Money in the card. There you go. Well, buying stuff for kids is easy, isn't it? You just fucking... Oh, it's not. Yeah, but, it's, yeah, but the thing is If you is spend well, your life around those kids all the time, then you know those kids and you know where to get them. As an aunt and, an aunt and an uncle, you just money in a card. Yeah, it's, it's easy oh, yeah, that way. Nice. Job done. The, the thing is as well, the thing that my sister does is because her birthday's so close to Christmas, if she gets any birthday money, then it just gets saved until sort of like spring, early summer when they can go and have a shopping spree because it's so close to Christmas. See, Obviously, that that will change as they get older, I suppose. But yeah, my two kids—they could just get money now. They have done for years and years I'm, and years. I'm seriously thinking about doing that this year. I don't know what they fucking. Well, they're but they're both in their fucking mid twenties. For Christ's sake, I don't know what the fuck they want. A fucking text. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. Happy birthday. <laughs> yeah. Proud of you. <laughs> just just one of them would be nice. Same with Christmas money. There you go. 
Yeah. I always get a selection box. That's another tradition that I do. Always, selection always box, buy socks all, and deodorant. All, all, the, all the kids in the family always get a selection box. Yeah. So that's what I like about the supermarket. I like it. I like it. Going there and just box. fucking, basically just walk down the aisle and just tap shit into the basket. Yeah, right, that's enough. <laughs> 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 Take it home and right, I'll give that one or that one, that one or that one, that one or that one, that one. That one. Sorted. Not, no fault into it whatsoever. Well, I, I, do, I, do, yeah, I do a great thing with my nieces. So I just transfer my sister the money and she goes and gets their present for mm-hmm. them. Amazing. Fucking brilliant. Yeah, she'll sort it all out. I don't need to think about it. She likes doing it. Yeah, my two kids get money. Get me, me mum and dad a little something. Normally like a meal voucher or something like that. Soup kitchen. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Soup kitchen. Isn't that a homeless thing? <clears throat> yeah, they get a voucher. <laughs> nice <laughs> talking to mum and dad it was f- quite a few years ago my studio got broken into and I was all distraught and everything else they'd taken fucking everything luckily I was insured I remember that yeah luckily I was insured and my first thought was fuck my mum and dad's ashes are in the studio they're like in a cupboard at the back but they're always there watching over the studio and I walked in there and they must have realised what it was and just left them there. Yeah, I don't think I'd fucking touch that either, to be honest with you. I was, I was quite happy with that. As long as they're but... not in a, a, an ink pot. <laughs> yeah, <you might. laughs> oh, that's fucking gone. But, um, yeah, it was quite a funny one. During COVID, we redecorated. Cause what else was we going to fucking do? And um, Work like the rest of us, lazy cunt. I weren't allowed. And um, our friend Sammy was over, like, helping redecorate. And then she pulled this little white ceramic, like, tub thing out of the cupboard. I went, what's this? What's this? And I just took fucking so much delight in saying, that's my mum. <laughs> <laughs> she, 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 like, gagged and just put it on the side. It was brilliant. <laughs> but, yeah. Are they still there? Yeah. I, do you know what? I never knew that. Yeah, they're still there. I won't ever take them home. They're there looking after the shop. So what was they doing the night you got broke into? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> there's only so much that scare people off. They have the night off. <laughs> yeah. They've got out for dinner. Oh, oh. oh dear. Got a meal voucher. <laughs> Must have been what you gave him. For Fucking soup kitchen. <laughs> dear, oh dear. Speaking of that, what's the weirdest thing you've actually seen like, or heard of ghost-wise? Speaking of me parents. I've never seen your mum or dad as a ghost. Have you not? No. I always used to think I could smell my mum, because I'd walk through... (laughs) 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 All right. Oh, I can't even reply back. There's so many things going on in my head now. Oh, dear. <laughs> oh, fuck. I'll be clipped now, you can <laughs> fuck's sake. Going back to Richard Fingers. Um, <laughs> basically, he used to walk through a doorway and think I could smell smoke. And it was always like, it smelled like my mum smoking. Anyway. Smoke smells the same. No, I know, but randomly in the middle of a fucking doorway. Oh, fucking hell. Oh, dear. That's funny. 
I don't think I've ever had any sort of a supernatural experience at all, but I thought, all that, it's a bit ghostly. <laughs> a bit ghostly? Yeah. Ooh, I have. What was yeah. it? I, think, I don't know if I spoke about this before on one of the previous yeah, episodes. The first one? Yeah. yeah. So there's no need to go back into it again. Listen to the first episode. Cut that out. <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> oh. I can't cut that out. Fucking <laughs> hell. That was funny. Yeah. I don't... I don't believe in none of that shit. Do you not? Nope. You see, I don't know what I believe with that. I want to believe, if you get what I mean. Like, yeah, I, I want to yeah. know. I think that's part of my thing with the whole DMT and things like that. Because this isn't DMT meant to be the chemical that you produce when you're dying and lets you oh. see other shit. I think so. Yeah. So that's one of my things about wanting to try that out is because it's almost like doing prep work for when you go. No. I don't know. I'll tell you what, right? I don't think it's supernatural, though. It's drugs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's the chemical that's released in your yeah. brain when you go anyway. So, like... I think yeah. if there is an afterlife and, and all stuff like that, I, I don't think I want to be a part of it. Well, there is a theory saying that we're just meat puppets to a consciousness. The consciousness doesn't come from us. It's from somewhere else and we're controlling it. Well, yeah, I don't know. I just... When I go, I just want to fucking... Be left alone. It wasn't peace I'm and pretty quiet. sure you're going to be left alone. Good. Peace and quiet. That's all I fucking want. Oh, it's going to be very quiet, mate. There's going to be nothing. Good. <laughs> Absolute nothingness. Fucking lovely. <laughs> Absolutely lovely. There was a thing where I'm people looking say, forward to it. Yeah, people say the last few weeks before they die, like people who work in care homes and shit, people who are in there, they start seeing shit. Like people that... Um, well... They've seen before or pets from when they was kids and things like that. Yeah, I mean, my, my, my aunt passed away about 10 years ago, I think it was now. And the the day that she passed away, my, my mum and my dad were, were there. And uh, you know, my cousins and stuff and my uncle was there and whatever else. And uh, she sent everyone else out of the room and just asked my mum to stay in there. And um, she, she just said to my mum, like, I'm going today, so can you just make sure, you know, I can look after my cousins and, and whatever else. But she actually knew that she was going. It was a bit weird. And I, I've, ne- I've never asked my mum whether she's... She asked my aunt how she knew. You know, she had cancer and, and, and whatever else, but, mm. you know... Because they, they do say that just before you die, you become completely pain-free. Or... Oh. That'd be nice. Yeah, that, yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> That'd be lovely. That's what I'm saying. It's going to be fucking... Like, oh... Yeah, five minute warning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, everything's just lovely. Well, I don't, I don't know how long this was, but I, you know, I think it was like you know an hour or so. But, but she, she knew that she was done. Yeah. Oh, I think my mum knew. I always remember going to see her like the day she died, and it was like I turned up and she was just going, "You're not meant to be here. Why, why are you here?" And she started having a go at me for being there, and I always think like it was really weird. Like she kind of knew. Yeah. He just didn't want me around for it. When when Judy's dad passed away recently, and uh, her and her sister was like going back as a force to the hospital and whatnot, and they they were staying up there, and um, yeah, they, they were both absolutely shattered, right? So we'll we'll, we'll come away, go and have some food and and whatever else. And uh, I was I was I think I was away working, and uh, you know he was sort of like doing stuff like fucking. Taking taking a breath, 
and they're not breathing again for another couple of minutes and stuff like that, you know. And, oh, and they freak you out. And they're like, <laughs> they, they were both sort of saying like, you know, come on, Dad, it's okay. You can fucking let go, you know, just, just do it. They left. They got a phone call back. And by the time they come back, he'd gone. Yeah, they he, always he, say that. He didn't want he didn't want to go while yeah. they were there, you yeah. know? And he and he was fucking like he was out for the count. Absolutely out for, you know, he was absolutely riddled riddled with dementia and, and all that sort of stuff, you know. So he didn't know what day of the fucking week it was, let alone anything else. But something there told him not to go until those two were out of the room. That's weird, isn't it? It's yeah. fucked up. Yeah. He probably just wanted to shit himself and piss in peace. Probably, yeah. <laughs> Please leave that room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm a fucking monster. Yeah. I'll quite happily do it in front of everyone. <laughs> That'll be my swan song, that. And I'll be laying there like that doing it as well. Usually. <laughs> Let rigor mortis sit in like this, you motherfuckers. <laughs> With a stonking hard on. <laughs> <laughs> well, my death pose, it'll be like this. <laughs> Yeah. Well, this is fucking cheerful. I mean, yeah. makes me laugh. So, sorry, <laughs> listeners, we've had a... Uh, we've had ups and downs. Yeah. <laughs> We're all going to go away and have a little cry. Especially the fact that I've got no early Christmas snacks left because I've eaten them all. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, oh, no, actually, I've got mince pies. Mince pies. Oi, yeah. get those fuckers. I'll get them out, yeah. Yeah, mince pies. Mm. <laughs> that's the one thing I really love about it coming up towards Christmas, mince well, pies. that's... Again, that's one of the few things that's allowed to slip through the net. Mince pies. Oh, that's all right. That should be an all year round thing. I fucking love mince pies. I, I'd never get sick of eating mince pies. Nah. Carla fucking hates them. I, what? Yeah, he does not people, like mince pies. Some people don't like them. I think they're good. But, mm. Yeah, you need to fucking. I think hate off. was a bit strong, but she doesn't. She's not a fan of mince yeah. pies. There's, there's, there's not really any food that you don't eat, is there? Cucumber. It's the devil's dick of salad. No. You always say this. Nah. Cucumbers is just a weird melon. It's not. It's <laughs> fucking horrible. It accompanies ham and mayonnaise in a sandwich very, very well. Okay. You suck your devil dick. That's fine. I'm quite happy to do that. <laughs> I don't tuck it. I slice it up and eat yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a bit different if it was fucking going. Like, some, some we established I'll... this a few weeks ago. I'm a shit gay. I cannot fucking do that sort of stuff. Sometimes I'll cube it. <laughs> <laughs> Just to, just to give it some pizzazz. Yeah, no, it's just grim. Fuck off. It's so flavourless and... Oh, it's pointless. It's absolutely pointless. It fucking like has flavour. Yeah. And it's horrible. No. It it's, it's barely anything to it. It's, it's, it's like 97% water or something yeah, stupid matter. like that. It's very similar to watermelon. Yeah. But just dick-shaped. <laughs> Cockmelon. <laughs> yeah. Nature's dildo. I feel like we could call it there. Link trees in the show notes. That's about it. Message us some shit. Late as cunt. I haven't said that for a while. Woo! <laughs>